Hey everyone, it's me, Sean Capri, and I'm doing Extra Life. By donation, I'll be taking song requests for a marathon session of Rock Band and Guitar Hero. Donate enough, and I might play Cherry Pie for an hour. Go to extra-life.org today. Hey! Everyone, it's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to episode 53 with Sean Capri of We, the Gamer Cast. Hosted by WeTheDirty.com, and it publishes on iTunes and Google Play every Monday. Where is this coming from, this energy? I am exhausted, but somehow this is... I just... I listen to the music. I listen to it just as you guys are. Like, that's playing in my ears as I scream out. That's how this happens. It's magical. It's a song that I found on some free royalty-free music thing. It reminded me of Mega Man. I think it's got a good little beat to it. It makes me want to jog, but instead, I am locked to my chair... Shouting into a microphone, and the energy's got to go somewhere. It's got. It's, I, I am. I'm just going. Woo! I hope you guys are having a great Monday. Today is Monday when uh, this launches because every Monday on iTunes and Google Play, it's there. It might be Tuesday or Thursday or some other day when you finally get to this. That's that's totally fine. I understand. I think it was David Moore at DaySpace who said uh, that he listens to 37 podcasts. And so we kind of broke that threshold. We made it into the top 37 on on David Moore's uh, playlist, uh, podcast playlist, excuse me. I'm not going to go back and edit that because we're just going to keep rolling. So thank you for for welcoming us into your ears. <laughs> that sounds so weird. So glad you guys are here. This this show is, is moving. It's going places, I'll tell you. Uh, feels good. Feels good to be home. I am back from a lovely little getaway in Jasper, and we'll get to that in just a second. We'll also get to a little uh, discussion. Had an amazing chat with Nathan Thomas at Voice by Nathan. What a brilliant guy that he is. Like, we're going to get to that in a second. But in case, maybe this is your first time. Maybe you're here because of Nathan. And if so, welcome. This is, we do a little rambling at the start here. We, we will get into a discussion. Nathan and I will get to know one another. But if this is your first time, here's the deal. Every week I have Sweet Hangs with a Stranger from the Internet. And we talk about video games or whatever the hell else I want to talk about. Sometimes, you know what? Probably for the rest of the year, we'll, we'll probably talk about Forza. Uh, there's going to be Game of the Year watch kind of thing happening here. So stick around. We'll be right back back that's a saturday night live thing so thank you guys for being here and if you want to be part of the show tweeted me at sean capri it's uh, sean like connery capri like the pants um i always say that and really what i should be doing is promoting the show's twitter that that gary gray pointed out that existed of course this show was around before my time there was about nine or ten episodes it was um kind of a, a poor man's these for people talking around a table about the news and whatnot. And uh, um, likely you're doing a podcast right now that's way better than that was. So I decided to just throw that in the trash and do this thing. I decided to um, take kind of Mark Marin style and the Nerdist and things like that and just, just to have a little chat. We can be nerdy. We can do all that kind of stuff. 
what the hell was I even talking about? So I did, I did a I did a trip. Oh, so if you want to be part of the show, <laughs> good lord, um, you can tweet me, Sean Capri, or the show's Twitter. Thank you to Gary Gray for pointing out that this thing exists um, at We the GamerCast. I think we're going to probably do a little more with that Twitter account. If you're following already, thank you guys so much. It really is just like promoting the show, but I want to do a little bit more on that, on that Twitter. So, uh, if you could go over there, give it a like or follow or whatever you do on Twitter, that would be, that would be great. And we'll probably do more of the giveaways through that channel. I think that actually makes more sense, um, for reasons and such. But uh, maybe this is, again, maybe this is your first time. If it is, go back to last week. I had a great episode with with John Beeler, uh, of course, at Johnny underscore Casino. He's from the Generational Gamers podcast. And this, I just got one of the greatest messages from John earlier this week. Um, I know, I mean, I, I mean, I don't really know, but there, there's, a, there's a couple of you listening, so that's wonderful. I it still can't believe it. Um, but it really kind of warmed my heart to hear and read messages like, people reaching out to John, people like David Moore, people like Josh Stapleton, and collaborations are happening. And like, that's kind of what this is all about. I I mean, let's be real. Nobody's getting rich off We The Gamer Cast, myself or yourself included. I don't know if you expect to get rich by listening to this. Nobody's getting rich. We do this because we love, we we like meeting people uh, who are cut from the same cloth. And I love hearing the fact that totally like, on your own, like John, Chris Berto, all these people are just like meeting and getting to know one another and finding out what they can do to collaborate because we just like creating this stuff. And it's kind of, it's kind of neat. It's, it's more than just kind of neat. It's, it's phenomenal. I, I never could have seen any of this coming. I'd got just a couple of amazing messages, a couple tweets this week, uh, from, from people saying like, great episode with John and I'm going to reach out to him. And then John mentioned that he's got people reaching out to, and then, Oh my God, this is what it's, this is what it's all about. So, um, hopefully, I mean, not that that's the expectation all the time, but that really, we're just here to get to know one another. So many times like we all do podcasts. That's really the big thing here is a lot of times we have guests on, they do their own shows. Um, but we don't really get a chance to get to know the podcaster. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just sniffing that. That sounded kind of, snotty snobby a little bit but uh anyway i really appreciated that so if you guys continue like i always like to know that stuff so let me know that's kind of neat so shout out there another shout out to i I didn't mention this because i wasn't sure if my the the image was going to work but it did so i want to give a big shout out to uh oh bobby by the way we're doing shout outs right now we're not doing geek outs we're doing shout outs gary gray at gary harvey gray gray with an e not an a gray is that the the 50 shades of gray somebody will tell me uh, he, he, of course, created a little animation. He, he made me an animated character. Sean, the Anchorman, uh, is the title that I'm giving this little guy. Uh, he is now on our cover art. He's on the iTunes, like the, the, I don't even know what you call it, the cover art, I guess. It's just what shows up when you download it. So, um, I just wanted to, I was so appreciative that he did that. It's taken me a little while, but he is now sitting side by side with Tyrone. That's the badger from We the Nerdy. His name is Tyrone. I didn't make it up. It's just one of those things. It's weird. Uh, that's 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 that. 
So thank you so much to Gary, and, and I just think that it looks so much better <laughs> than what we had before. Uh, I think it's just, I just love it. So that's really awesome. Another shout out to my boy Brock McLaughlin. He's just killing it. He's here in Canada. He is in Ontario, Toronto. Uh, you should, guys should follow him as well at STDX Brockstar. He's just killing it. And I want to give him a shout out because he introduced me from uh, with some people from Xbox Canada. So hopefully we'll have something coming out of that pretty soon. But I definitely wanted to give a big shout out. He's killing it. He's doing unboxings, which is just too clever for words. And uh, he's such a cool guy. And I love talking to him about Xbox stuff. And it's just, he's always got time for it. He's one of those guys. He's he's probably busier than any of us. But he somehow has time to just sit down, sit down and chat. And uh, I don't know. He just makes you feel a little warm and fuzzy inside. So that, that Brock, you guys should go. If you're not already, go follow him. Another little shout out as we're doing this. Uh, who else? Toby, Toby Thornton. Not, you know, Bobby gets all the glory. It's really a shame. Bobby, you get way, (laughs) you get way too much credit. Toby is the heart and soul of the Geek Cast. You guys might listen to to the Geek Cast. You might not follow Toby. Uh, you need to follow him at Toby's underscore take. He's the smartest guy on the internet right now. You need to listen to him. He does amazing content. Him and Bobby are working on some really cool stuff. So you need to go. Check him out on the Twitter at Toby's underscore take. I don't care if I said that already. And my last shout out. These guys talk about me all the time. I need to figure out a way to like work you guys back in. I need to have Lucas on the show from Flux to Pose. Jason and Lucas, these guys have become part of my weekly rotation. This is, this is a, a, a not negotiable. This, this Flux to Pose podcast is not going to be unsubscribed from my playlist. It's every single week. Uh, these guys are like clockwork. I love listening to them. Every single, I always seem to, this seems to be my, my chores. I always seem to be doing something around the house when I'm listening to Flexipose and it just kind of fits. I just, I think those guys got, I just like hanging out with those guys. So I want to give them a bit of a shout out at Flexiposed. It's uh, like juxtaposed, but with the flex, I don't know. I, I tried guys. I, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to do a giveaway sometime soon. And I know last week I promised we uh, we did like a question of the week kind of thing. Um, I can't really just justify to, and I'm sorry, David, you responded and a huge shout out to you. I can't just give it. You're the only one. So I got to do something. I got to be a little smarter with this. So I apologize, but I will tell you this, uh, David and Josh Stapleton, because you guys shared and, and answered and all that kind of good stuff, you get an extra entry, but I got to figure out how to be a little smarter with this. We don't just give away things just cause we got to, we got, they're, they're here to help us grow. So I got to figure out a way for that. So that's my quick update there. I mentioned that I came back from a, uh, from a little trip and, um, I kind of want to play this up as a joke, but you almost didn't get this episode this week because I almost died. <laughs> kind of almost like my god if you guys have the option to to sorry let me start over if the weather is bad if the roads are bad and you and you are going on a trip that is mostly optional and i would say that 90 percent of anything in life is optional like really what is required um unless you need to go to a hospital and a baby is popping out of you which for most of you guys i think that will probably never happen maybe for our wives what am i talking about here anyways we drove out to Jasper this weekend, Chelsea and I, for a little getaway. My parents treated us to a to a couple nights in Jasper in the mountains here in Alberta to go see Bill Nye. Friday, it snowed, kind of that wet, nasty, slushy type of snow. We got about an hour and a half out of town, which really wasn't that far, but we were driving so slow. It was just snowing and slush puddles were kind of collecting on the road, and... 
I made a dumb move. I was passing somebody. Well, it really wasn't like a reckless move right there. I was just passing somebody like you do. But I hit a nice patch of not ice, but like like a like a deep slush puddle. So not really just a not really water, but not really snow. But it was enough to kick the car to the side. Like I literally drove down the highway, the one road in Canada. We have one. If you ask South Park, we have one road. Chelsea was napping. She woke up to the car going sideways. Like I, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating this. Ninety, like we were perpendicular. Thank God there were no cars around us. Um, I kind of want to joke about this to say <laughs> that Forza taught me how to take on this drifting. I turned into the drift. Uh, my God, it was it was nuts. Finally regained some control, but not all. I eventually turned back the other way, turned left. Uh, and then when I finally caught some traction, I, it took me basically into the ditch in what was likely the smoothest transition from a, like, if I was in Forza, I would have gotten at least like 15,000 points on that drift. Like it was, it was ridiculous. But then I swung the other way to my left. So when I was drifting, I, I went to the right, turned the steering wheel left into the drift, got a little bit of traction, came back. And then by the time I tried to straighten myself out, I was still losing traction and uh, we just drifted off into the ditch. A uh, nice little uh, little soft decline into kind of like the middle. There's no meridian. There's no like cement blocks or anything. No damage to the car. We just kind of like gently settled into the middle of the road. It was a divided highway. We like, thank God for that too. I didn't slide into oncoming traffic. No, nothing like that. So we uh, settled down. We almost flipped. I mean, I feel like if it was an SUV or something, we would have flipped the car. But because we were, like I said, we we're just we were sideways. So we settled, and it was so weird because I was so happy that nothing happened. I was so pleased that the drift went okay. That I used evasive maneuvers to dodge cars. I dodged a like a like a sign. Like what? I don't even know what it was referring. It was one of those. I don't know, just a, maybe it was a speed limit sign or something like that. I, I missed that by about, I don't know, five or six feet. Not by much. You could see the tracks kind of on there. They're still there. We drove back today and you can still see the tracks where we, where we landed in the ditch. So as soon as we got into kind of like the softer, it was all snow. It's all, it's all snow and grass kind of in the middle. It's not road, obviously it's the ditch. And so as we we're going down, I'm like, well, that was really smooth. And <laughs> which I get like, it's kind of weird that you had that clear of a thought. And I'm like, oh, wait, we can't stop. We can't stop. So I tried to. Eventually, we got to come to a stop, and we got stuck. Um, so I don't know what else to really say about this other than I feel very, very fortunate. We ended up calling a tow truck. They said they were going to be about two hours, even though they're like like about 10 minutes away. We we're lucky about that as well. Um, it was going to cost about $140, but thank thankfully, two amazing people stopped. One guy with a with a like a Jurassic Park Jeep. He had like a winch on it. It was right out of Uncharted 4. Um, he decided that he was going to help us out. And thank God for him. He was just a super kind. I have no way of paying this guy back. I'll get to that in a second. He um, he attached like this. I don't even know what to call it. This is how useless I am in this situation. I don't even know what to call the things that he used to help us. It was like this long rope. It was like a, I don't even know. It was a soft rope. He kind of tied onto the wheel and he used the winch to pull the car up out of the ditch we got about three quarters of the way there and his battery died we killed his battery so the comedy of insults or the insult uh i don't even know what you call this it was just ridiculous um so 
now we're like the, my car's too far away to boost his car like we're like we're my battery works great but we just can't get out of this stupid ditch so another guy stops with a truck he gives him a boost we eventually this is a long story short we get out and um but the way that they pulled us up out of the ditch, my car was basically facing traffic. So I had really no choice but to like get the heck out of there. So I have no way, like as my window's down and Chelsea and I are screaming, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like we, like I have no way of paying these people back. The one guy's name was Carson. Thank you, Carson. I didn't even catch the other guy's name. Uh, he looked like Beast Mode Cowboy from, uh, from Big Brother a few years back. So big shout outs. I, I don't know. We would have spent way more money and spent way more time in the ditch. And all things considered, that was pretty good. So we went on. Rather than driving back, we were seriously considered driving back. But the roads were actually better on the way over to Jasper. I would have just driven back through the crappy roads all the way back into Edmonton. So all is good. Car is good. Chelsea's good. I'm fine. We had an amazing time. We saw Bill Nye. And that was incredible. I think Bill Nye is such a cool dude. And you guys should listen to Star Talk Radio. If you don't, he's on there every once in a while. I'm rushing now because I'm running a little late here. So... Yes, a great weekend. Special special little getaway for the for the wifey and I. I uh, want to let you guys know, playing Gears of War 4, I'm playing Paper Mario. I will probably have more next week. I'm not, because I won't, hopefully I won't have such an exciting story to tell next week. I'll talk more about the games that I'm playing. I'm really excited about Battlefield 1. I have access through that through EA Access. And if you have an Xbox One, I think you should definitely have that. There's no sponsorship here. I just think that it's great. Uh, I won a Call of Duty beta code from the guys over at play some video games so thank you guys for that i'm gonna jump in right away here uh what else yeah that's about it uh you heard at the top of the show i'm doing extra life and i joke about donations to play cherry pie for an hour this is no joke okay if you guys donate anybody i'll do this one it'll kind of be like a patreon kind of thing where at one spot for 50 dollars, i will play cherry pie for an hour straight so don't forget, this is also, this isn't just for gimmick for the whole, like, playing cherry pie. For You get a tax receipt, so it's good for you. Um, the kids benefit because this is going towards the Stollery, the Children's Hospital here in Edmonton. And God forbid, if anything ever happens to the, uh, to the, to the child, that to the child, the baby that Chelsea and I have, like, that's where they would go. So I want to make sure that I'm not, like, just doing something when something happens i want to make sure that i mean charity is part of what i do it's 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 a whole thing i've talked about that so 50 dollars, i'll play cherry pie for an hour straight and i'm also going to talk about in a, in a little while i'll probably like quote unquote sell ad space like what i would like to do is i know that a lot of you guys listening guys and girls listening do your own podcast and what i think would be kind of a neat idea was to um give you some ad space at the top of this show or even i could cake in like i'll do like a live read so if you give me like a script i'll i'll just read it i think that would be kind of neat so we'll talk about that in the future but for today i just want you to know that for the first person who donates 50 dollars, uh, i will dedicate <laughs> one hour performance of cherry pie uh i'm pretty sure that's on guitar hero 2 uh, that will be all for you for 60 minutes straight of the same bloody song i better do great on that let's get right to it guys oh um well, follow my Twitter for all that kind of details. There's too many extra life, and you'll find me on, on there, Sean Capri. My guest this week, let's get right to it, Nathan Thomas. This dude could talk about anything. He he just kind of takes it to the next level. He's I, I was trying to think of like what I would say about Nathan because he's just kind of like, he's very humble in his brilliant. Like, he's calmly brilliant. And I didn't, like... You just, you can talk to him. He's kind of, he's just great. You can talk to him about anything, any subject matter, and he'll have like a detailed response. And I was really kind of taken by that. You can find him on That's Entertaining Podcast. Uh, also on Twitter at 
voiced by Nathan. Should do that. We we talk early on about our love for racing games, and this was before my little escapade on the icy roads of Canada. So let's get right into it. Here he is, Nathan Thomas. <laughs> I'm in Illinois, about three hours south of uh, Chicago. Nice. My my uh, basic understanding of the Illinois sort of area is probably uh, between Wayne's World, I think, is most of my understanding. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I know of Aurora, Illinois, so that's kind of, that's that's where I get uh, some of my worldly culturing is from <laughs> Wayne's World. <laughs> Well, uh, that's, that's not too far off. It's okay. That's uh, Aurora's near. It's northwest, I think, of Chicago. So that's probably about three and a half hours from here. But yeah, that's hey, Wayne's World. You can't go wrong. Totally. And it's Mike Myers. That's our that's our nice little serendipitous connection, Nathan. There you go. He's Canadian, and he did a whole thing there. Anyway, that's that's dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you playing these days, man? Uh, well, right now I have Forza Horizon up. Yes. Yes, let's talk about Forza Horizon. Is this... Okay, actually, before I even get too excited, are you loving this as much as I am? Because this is like a front-runner for, like, game of the year for me. Forza Horizon 2 was probably my game of the year, whatever year that came out. Nice! And this game is just even better. Nice, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's it's amazing that that seemed to get a little bit of praise, uh, but kind of, like, was off to the side. And I don't know if it just hit during like a couple open weeks there and now everybody's just all over this and it's not like motorsport where we're on to number six now and it seems like it's almost too good for too long horizon is still very fresh for a lot of people and for for lots they haven't like decided against forza horizon where there's probably a lot of people who've who've kind of sworn off the city the scary simulation that is motorsport yeah i like motorsport a lot though and i have almost all of them but yeah uh, I I really prefer this one. It's just so easy to dive into. It's crazy. But I, I you kind of mentioned something there. I want to dive into that. Are, are you kind of like a, a racing fan? Because I like motorsport more than I thought that I would. I played five and six, and I, I think I skipped, I would say three and four, I think I skipped. I played f- the first two uh, just because they look so amazing, especially back then when that's all I really cared about was just getting the best graphics. I don't even know if I even talk about graphics anymore. But like, how far back do you go with um, with racing games? Oh, how far back? Um, way far back. Oh, <laughs> since the um, invention of the car. Days. Nice. <laughs> back when Henry Ford said, "Hey, I." I <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, I, as far as games go, I mean, as long as I can remember playing video games, I've played racing games. Nice. Love them. Nice. So Gran Turismo is kind of like the first one. You, you open up this thing, and it's like, there are like 700 cars in this. Mm-hmm. Well, not in Gran Turismo, there weren't 700 cars. There are probably more like Ugh. 50. Oh, and that, is that the way it was? Because like, I remember there being like an infinite number of cars, but I'm totally, I'm probably uh, remembering it completely wrong. Oh, I think you just had like... I mean, there there's like 300 and some cars in Forza Horizon 3. Yeah. Um, and I remember it being a big deal when there was like 100 cars in a game. Oh, that's right. That's right. So there had to have been like 50 at most in the first Gran Turismo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well this will be this will be some trivia that we can that we can go. I don't want to I don't want to have the clicky clickety clicks of of my googling happening all at the same time here. Oh, that's fine. 
Yeah. So other than Forza, what's 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 been going on, man? Uh, got back into Destiny a little bit. Nice. Uh, with the Rise of Iron content. That yeah. was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been traveling a lot lately, but uh, I've, I've... Is that I've with work tra- or family or just kind of like... What- Both. Uh, my most recent one was travel. I went out to New York to see my brother. Nice. Uh, and the one before that, I was down in Atlanta, went down there for work, and immediately before that, I was out in Seattle, and that was for work too, so... Look at you. I just... All over the place. I sometimes I was like, what time zone am I in now? No kidding. You're just like a rock star going like, hey, Seattle. And you're like, it's Springfield. A rock star in coach. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Well, you don't <laughs> want to, you just, you still got to be frugal about these sorts of things. Even rock stars still have to be conscientious. Right. Uh-huh. Nice. It was the PlayStation one, one of your first, um, one of your first systems or does it even go further back then than the PS1? Uh- PS1 was one of the first ones that I remember buying. Nice. Uh, but it goes back all the way to Sega Master that I remember us having. I don't um, know. You might be the first Sega Master kid I had on you. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard anybody say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't remember all the games that we had for it. Right. But I remember one specifically, we had like a Rambo game that I loved playing. Yes. Uh, but uh, and I think that there was a light gun game I had too, their, their version of the light gun. Oh, like um, Lethal Enforcers? Was that on that system? I can't remember. I think it was another Rambo game, honestly, but I don't know. I mean, back then, oh, that was young. I was young. Didn't even matter, didn't right? Yeah. yeah, I was just playing. Um, but uh, it was... Sega Master was probably my first exposure. Mm-hmm. And then I remember we rented an NES, and I remember playing Darkwing Duck, because I loved Darkwing Duck at the time. I love it. And then... The who's, first one. Who's we? Like, what's the family dynamic at this point? Like, are you brothers and sisters? Are you your only child? Like, I I knew a couple. Uh, actually, I should actually think about this. The only Sega kids I knew were only child. <laughs> well, that's oh. not my. <laughs> okay, so you had a you had a family. <laughs> yeah, so I had a. I'm the youngest of four kids, um, and I was seven years after my closest sibling, which is my uh, brother. Holy crap! And, yeah, so I was the young one running around. By far. Uh-huh. So Clearly planned had... by the parents. Oh, clearly, yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, no accident about that <laughs> at all. <laughs> You're right. But... So what was that like growing up, just having, like, everybody just so far? Well, I guess you probably had, like, a built-in ride pretty early on in your in your life. You had brothers and sisters. Was it brothers, you said? Yeah, I had two brothers and one sister. Nice. So, yeah, um, you had people driving you around at a fairly early yeah, age. Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, my brother, he got, my oldest brother, he got married, um, oh, how old was I? It's like in 93, so I couldn't have been that old. It'd be 10 or something around there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he, uh, he got married, and then my other sister, I didn't really do much with her. Like, she would take me places every now and then if I asked her to take me somewhere. Yeah. But, um... Other than that, she didn't really, didn't really do that. But me and my other brother, the one that's closest in age to me, the seven-year close in age, uh, <laughs> we actually, uh, he took me most places around. So, and that's when I was, you know, I was getting to be sixteen or something. I was getting my own, like, you know, my own style, my own groove. Right. And so he he'd take me around to check out different places and go to different parties and stuff. Yeah, he's a full-grown adult. So how did they? How did that like sort of shape the video game environment? They're already kind of 
coming up with their own tastes and preferences with all sorts of different type of entertainment, games, movies, music, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's got to kind of shape your life in a totally different way. Like for me, my oldest brother, I'm the second of four actually. So, it, But it goes kind of like two, two. Uh, and then one year. So my sister was the accident. She's the youngest. Uh, they, not my words, my parents' words. So that's, that's verified. I'm allowed <laughs> to say that. Uh, she was not planned. Um, so yeah, but for, but for us, we were all sort of like so tightly packed that we were all kind of experiencing mostly the same types of things all kind of at the same time. But I have to imagine with like seven years gap, like they're, they're, they're living like almost a full life for, for kids growing up. Seven years difference is like, this is, this is another lifetime. So I, I'm curious as to like how that maybe changed or gave you a different perspective on what you were watching on TV and the music you were listening to and the video games that you were playing. Um, this may be the first time you ever thought TV, about my brother, it. <laughs> yeah, my brother was uh, big into Star Trek. He liked nice. Star Trek a lot. Yep. And so I got kind of pulled into that realm a little bit with him and. You know, as far as my entertainment stuff goes, he probably influenced it more than I realize. But you know, he had, he liked Star Trek, so I had to be different. So I like Star Wars, and so I more I gravitated towards Star Wars more than Trek. <laughs> the nerdiest um, rebellion ever. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, so it was uh, it was just um, a lot of as far as that goes, sci-fi type stuff. Right. Okay. Um, I remember Battlestar Galactica and some other stuff when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Some just like MST3K, stuff like that. Nice. Um, and just, you know, just weird stuff, kind of like nerdy kind of things. Because my brother, him and I are both alike in the fact that we do both do like tech, tech jobs and we both work on computers. And we're probably the nerdiest of the bunch. And <laughs> um, it's just it's just fun because when you when you look back at what you experience as a kid like i like like you said i didn't really think about this before but a lot of a lot of what we did was just kind of hang out and when we played games and stuff we'd play uh mostly co-op stuff but sometimes it was adversarial a little bit but there wasn't a ton of adversarial back then it was mostly built on co-op totally um but my brother when he got when he was old enough he bought a so my oldest brother actually got one first he got a nintendo 64 and he had it, and whenever he and his wife would come to visit, he'd come and bring it, or I'd, I would ask him to come bring it. And so we'd play some 64 games, and then eventually my other brother got one. And so uh, once he got it, we had, like, you know, GoldenEye. We had uh, Perfect Dark. Uh, what's the Star Wars one? Uh, Shadows of the Empire, Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron, yeah. All those games. And it was just, that's when my, my probably my, my gaming side awokened in a way. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like your formative years of, of game. I think that's probably the case for a lot of people. Definitely for me as well. Where like uh, it was always at neighbor Matt's house. Where I tell the story a few times, but like we would we would be able to like time it. We we would always try and shave off a couple seconds between hanging up the phone and like saying like because we had the phone number just like memory. You almost didn't even think about it. You just type in the number, and I could still call his uh, his parents' house to this day. I still have that phone number memorized. Just dial it so easily okay coming over you'd hang up the phone and we would have it down to somewhere around like 17 seconds before we arrive <laughs> at the next door we'd be firing up something killer instinct or, or uh star fox or something on on 64 oh, star fox 64 so good yeah like what and it, it's such a different time I, I always bring this up is a 
we didn't even really care about frame rates back then because they were atrocious. Like we went for a four player split screen on a 27 inch two TV. So each had like <laughs> maybe like five inches to work with or whatever it ended up being. It was just hilarious. So mm-hmm. like, were you always kind of um, gaming with the family or like, were your, were your friends a bunch of nerds too? Cause that's kind of like, like, I feel like that's kind of difficult to come, come across growing up as people who are just as obsessed with the stuff as you are. Oh no. Uh it was pretty pretty evident when I was in kindergarten who my friends were going to be. Nice. Uh by by what we were able to talk about and you know just the stuff that they were interested in. So uh we were always kind of talking about games when I was growing up with different kids and um I remember what game was it? It was 1080 that there yep. was one kid so in our school and he was like, "Oh dude, I got I did a 1080." And, you know, at, at that point, it was kind of hard to do the trick, right? Mm-hmm. And people were like, yeah, sure you did. And he's like, oh, no, I did, I did, I did. And so one day... <laughs> Everybody we had over, a kid like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one day we went over to his house, and he was like, oh, let's, we should play 1080. And I was like, all right, cool. Hey, show me the trick. And he's like, oh, no, I, I can't do it right now. No! <laughs> <laughs> one so of those full guys. of shit. I love that. I remember there was a kid who just would lie through his teeth all the time. He would tell me that he had like two or three extra Super Nintendos up in the gar- in the garage somewhere. And like me being the the kid who didn't have that stuff, I was obsessed with getting my hands on one at any chance I could get. And because he, there was like some contest. I, now that I'm babbling on about this, I'm seeming to remember a few more of the details. There was like a contest with with Pepsi. You could collect like these points underneath. Uh, I don't remember if this was just a Canadian thing or if maybe this was in the states as well. You'd get like the two liters would give you like five Pepsi points, or you could get like the the smaller ones. You get maybe two or three. And so you'd collect all these like bottle caps with little plastic sleeves under the bottle caps and you trade in for watches or you could trade in for like video games as well and i remember him saying like yeah my uncle works at pepsi so he got all the he got all these pepsi points and so we've got a few extra super nintendo up like locked up in the garage somewhere and i never saw them because they obviously didn't exist and i just love like these totally psychotic lies <laughs> like i'd love to know what that kid is up to these days like to mm-hmm. maybe stalk him on facebook or something like that yeah, and then there was always the kid that was like, "Oh, I got Aerith back in in Final Fantasy VII." Yeah, you know, or was like, "Yeah, the the kid's like, my uncle, yeah, he works at PlayStation." Uh-huh. Oh, that's hilarious! So, like, you go through kind of like playing Sega, and then you kind of just jump over to Nintendo. Was that was that um, kind of your parents' kind of move, or was that from your brother? Or like, how did how did that shift happen? Or just the no. fact that it was a four player and Sega died by then. <laughs> Oh, uh, probably that. Yeah. Um, but we, so how did that happen? So we went from Sega Master, and then the next console we actually owned was the Nintendo 64, the one that my brother bought. Yeah. Because um, up until that point, my brother was obviously big into computers. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was Windows 3.1, maybe Windows 95 that yeah. we had you know, back in the day. But we would play some some games on PC, like, you know, Indiana Jones and The Fate of Atlantis. Or, nice. You know, those LucasArts games. Those are some of the ones that I grew up with after the the uh, entry by mm. the Sega Genesis. Or not Sega Genesis, Sega Master. Right. And then we finally got a home console with the Nintendo 64 again. And I remember that day because my brother went and got it. And I remember walking in the store. I think it was probably a Walmart. Yeah. And walked out. And I remember looking at the box. And on the backs, it had stormtroopers and stuff like that. Because, yes. Because, you know, it was just like, oh, it's so cool. So, and then on there, I mean, we had Super Smash Brothers and mm-hmm. all the all the classics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario World or whatever it was called. 
Um, it wasn't Mario World, Mario 64, Super Mario 64, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was. And then uh, my brother, uh, so he kind of, when he moved out, we had... Uh, Takes all his stuff, stuff with him. <laughs> no, oh, he did he? that. That's yeah. nice. But the funny thing is, like, I bought a controller, and I bought a black controller and a, and a black rumble pack to match it that had a little red light on it that would also flash. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, those are mine. He always claimed that those were his, but I clearly bought them and I kept the receipts. <laughs> After that point, I kept the receipt for everything that mm-hmm. I bought, and I was like, "No, look, I got the receipt." Um, but it was it was funny, and then so I bought a PlayStation, the original PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Was it the Final Fantasy was, VII commercials that really did it for you? You know, I can't honestly remember. It just what, seemed like everybody was doing it. Yeah, I I think it was actually Jedi Power Battles. Oh, what I, the heck is that? I don't even. I don't know if I've ever played what? that. I'm sorry. Oh, I haven't played everything. <laughs> I um, love that. There's always some games too, or even movies too. Like what? You haven't seen uh, that? You haven't played that? Can't believe it. So, oh, it was so good. Um, it was on uh, PlayStation, and I think it was also on Dreamcast later. Yeah. It it's Jedi Power Battles was based around Episode One, and you could play as like I think. Uh, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, Ki-Adi Mundi, Mace Windu, or uh, Adi Gallia, or one of the other Jedis. Jedis, uh, look at me. I'm, I'm talking improperly about Jedi. Um, That's quite all right. I just got to say, like, the, like Star Wars, I, even in, especially in the prequels, the nerdiest character names of oh, yeah. probably of all time. Like, you just rattled out, like, I just love it because it's so incredibly geeky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But what, uh, what was it? It was... It was such a great game because it was you and you could play through a single player, but you could also have co-op. Yep. So you could plug it in another controller, have a friend over and just run through it. You'd be two Jedi walking through there, taking down the uh, the battle droids and stuff like that. And you'd get power-ups as you went through. You would build your character up and be able to get skills, I think, as you went through. Yeah. Um, there was little power-ups that, like, make you invincible and you'd just be, like, wrecking shop. It was just – it was great. It was, like, a, a great game. Um but I, I I had it before then because mm-hmm. I think that came out, you know, and the movie came out in 99. Mm-hmm. But I had it for Final Fantasy VII and I had it for Metal Gear. But those, I can't remember what the first game I got was for it. Um, Man, now I can't remember. But I do remember playing, like my favorite games from it are Final Fantasy VII and yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Those are, those are the two games. And I think I had Ridge Racer on there and some other stuff. But do you those think we'll ever games. have like another set of games like that? Like I feel like every year goes by, and when, especially last year, we were doing like our top ten games of the of twenty fifteen. And I remember looking at games like Ori in the Blind Forest or Bloodborne, so like to, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Rocket League was another one that was just like out of nowhere. And I felt like that was a really strong collection of games, but. I don't know that anybody really recognized it like that. Like, I don't know if we just need time separation from this or if we're just set for because we have so many games coming out that it's harder to recognize. Like, I don't know if you have um, any thoughts on on that or if it's just nostalgia really takes over for like those were the good old days. <laughs> I think it's it's a factor of there are way more games coming out nowadays yeah. than there were back then. Yeah, um, but it's also the rose-colored glasses. It's playing through those games and the memories that you experienced for the first time, and they were impactful to you at that point in time. Mm. So, it's a it's a factor of of both of those. But what really, you know, when you look at games today, like this year, what do we have? We've we've got the Witness came out this year. We got mm-hmm. Firewatch came out this year. Forza Horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Uncharted Four. 
Yeah, Uncharted 4 and tons of stuff coming yeah, out. That Severed, a wide Fire game. Emblem. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you can play through Overwatch. 10 different games that are all... <laughs> <laughs> that came out this year, too. Yeah. That are all different genres, right? Yeah. And they don't really have any overlap. And it's just it's to that point now where whatever you want to play, you, you get a new version of it every year in a way. And like a top tier level type of game, like it's not even like we're scraping around to get uh, like a competitive shooter like Overwatch or some of these other types of things. It's like these are all top notch. We're getting like nines out of tens on some on a lot of these things. So even just rattling these off, it's like that's ridiculous. But will anybody ever remember 2016 the way that we remember like 2007, 2008, where we're looking at like Bioshock or things like that? I, I don't know. It's It's so hard to say, but I think it's super interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was I mean, happening it's... that made what was happening around the time of PlayStation that kind of you look back and go like yeah those were those were the days as far as the games go it's 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 those two it's yeah. Final Fantasy 7 because that's the game that showed me that storytelling in games is possible you know right. it there's a lot more to a game than jumping on a toad's head or <laughs> you know just going through and doing these weird things that you know gamey stuff jumping around Mm-hmm. But it told a story. It, it told crossed something. over to movies. Yeah, exactly. And it had great music. I think at that point it was just mini music. But mm-hmm. it yeah, like had opening music. credits. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it did because you had like the the opening sequence and everything, mm-hmm. and that interplayed with the the words and the text. It it felt so cinematic to me, and mm-hmm. it was like the music and everything that was playing through the entire time and just what they could do with that game. And then you got really cinematic with Metal Gear. You you had the yeah, perfect man. amalgam of gameplay and funny and story and cinematography and everything all really wound up into this good package. And again, both of those games, they have you there are points in those games where you feel different ranges of emotions you can laugh at them you can cry at them Mm -hmm. Uh, you can just really be impacted one way or another by anything in those games and that's what sticks with me Mm -hmm. Uh, that's why i remember them fondly is because like with Aerith, you know eris Aerith, whatever you want to call her Mm -hmm. there's that scene there no spoilers for a 20 year old game at this point um, but there's that scene there, and then you you really <laughs> oh you're really not gonna spoil it. I love no, it. That's hilarious. No. Yeah, okay. and then you, you really hate the villain, and mm-hmm. you just you know you oh, it's so good. It's a good journey. It's a good story. Have you played seven? I haven't beat it, but I've played through like the first quarter of it. I don't know how many times, and I've watched people play it too. Like I feel like I've experienced enough of it to to know my share, and I've seen you know a lot of the different summons and all the like nights around i think i've watched probably a hundred times so like that's like 15 years of your life you'll never get back <laughs> pretty much exactly so i'm very interested to see what they do with the remake because i feel like there really is a lot there and when you talk about looking at these games with rose tinted glasses and, and thinking back of what they look like there's just a huge opportunity here for for them to kind of uh materialize what is in our mind's eye of what those actually look like because really they're they, they didn't look that amazing but a lot of like the glowing effects the lighting effects were were pretty spectacular at the time and we we chose to ignore kind of like what the character models look like and the stupid little horse hooves for fists that they had instead of actual (laughs) fingers and things like that and and uh the 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 weirdness that happened between like going from an amazing cinematic to just jumping right back into the the polygonal uh characters of cloud and and barrett i think looked amazing so Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a weird game because i everybody else has played it it's everybody's like top game ever um but yeah we uh, pretty much up until 
oh, probably like Dreamcast, Xbox time. Um, that's when I finally got into consoles. But um, I was mostly PC gaming up until then. I was I was reading up on my PC gamer. I got my 3DFX Voodoo 2 uh, graphics card with 12 megabytes of, <laughs> <laughs> of video memory. Super impressive. I'm almost positive that it, that thing cost me, I think, $699. We bought it in the States because the exchange rate was so great that that a $700 video card seemed to make sense. Um, but man, that, those were good times because I remember that's how I learned. That was the first time I'd ever pulled the panel off the side of a, a computer desktop box and installed any part into it. And then from there you learn like where the RAM goes and where the, how the hard drive connects and all these other different things. And it all like, that was the first step towards me ending, uh, building up my own computer. I think probably two, three years ago now, and I and I remember putting it together, going, I know how this all this stuff fits because of that Voodoo Two, that 3D effects graphics card that I that I bought. I don't even know, probably 15, 15 years ago. Oh, even more, it's probably almost twenty years ago. It was around the time of like Tomb Raider Two. That was one of the the main selling points. There was a there was a pointy Laura Croft on the back of the box and in all the marketing materials inside. <laughs> I remember Nathan. I remember as a as a teenage boy. <laughs> all the Tomb uh-huh. Raider stuff on there. It's so embarrassing. But uh yeah, that's so I was I, I sort of um I played more of the arcade type of experience on console because that's what was kind of best suited whenever you go to a friend's house. So my my, my time with uh Metal Gear was a lot of talking to the DARPA chief because I'd always see like the first kind of scene and we'd always joke about the second floor basement as being like classic line and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like I, I, but I still like, I, I don't, it's just so weird knowing that I never really beat most of these games, but I, I feel like I was right there because I experienced so much of it. Um, just didn't see the ending of a lot of them. That was pretty much, that was pretty much where I was at with it. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to, I want to skip forward cause I know I've got a couple things I want to get to, uh, tonight with you, Nathan. Uh, what's, what's gaming like for you now? Like, I'm going to fast forward to the present. Like, how are you kind of like balancing life and games, games and life and all of the rest of that kind of stuff? Very tediously. Ah, um, I mean, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. Man. Um, I don't think I'm as old as you. I'm th- I'm 29. I'll be 30 in January. Yep. Yeah, I got a couple and, of years on you. Yeah. So I think that, you know, when, when you were at this age, um, you got a lot more responsibilities you have to take care of. I'm married. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I don't was have just any getting kids. married. Yeah. Yep. We don't have any kids yet. We've been married for seven years. Uh, it, it'll be Good seven years. Good for you. In Holy crap. Yeah. Um, and we got two dogs. They're five years old. They're both brother and sister from the same litter. So. Between that and, you know, just the family and friends and everything else that I mm-hmm. want to spend time with, gaming just takes a backseat, really. I, yeah. I super enjoy it nowadays. I, I love my Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my PlayStation 4. I got a Wii U in the basement that hasn't been hooked up since I moved. Oh, no. Um, but, uh, you know, whenever my nieces and nephews come over, that's usually what we play. We play right. Wii U because those are, those, are, those are for them. Totally. And... I mean, anymore, I, I bought a new graphics card a while back for my PC just to kind of put it up to snuff. So I've got, you know, a decent graphics card in here. So I'm actually, um, like Forza Horizon, I was playing it on my PC. Nice. Uh, just, you know, tonight. But I played on my Xbox before. So I just wanted to test that out to see how it went back and forth because, you know, I'm a I'm a techie guy. I work in the IT field. So I want to mm-hmm. see how these server things work and how they go back and forth. I'm really impressed 
with nice. what they're able to do with some of this stuff. So as far as that goes, uh, gaming for me is, I mean, my weekends are pretty much booked up with yeah. just doing stuff and doing things. And gaming time is just maybe a couple hours on the, on the evenings, uh, before I go to bed, you know, that's, that's about it. Or if I'm <laughs> like this past week, uh, I, I was playing Forza Horizon until like two in the morning for two or three nights. So right? that didn't help. <laughs> it's it's the game that makes you totally forget all other responsibilities. I haven't had that happen in a long, long time. It's mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. Like I usually fall if I, if it's time for my body to go to sleep, it usually just like overrides any fun that I'm having with the game. It just puts me to sleep. But with Forza Horizon, like I'm not falling asleep at the wheel at all. It's it's been just an absolutely incredible ride with that game. I have mm-hmm. two places. You touched on a couple things, and I'm like, I don't know which way I want to go with this. Let's see. Um, okay, I'm gonna go this way. You talked about uh, not a whole lot of time for gaming, uh, uh, just adulting and such. How does podcasting enter into the mix? Because like, <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you, and, and uh, I, I've been talking with some people, and everybody wants to start like a new show, and it's so flattering, and it's so like, all I want to do is just go like, yep, I could talk about that for three hours straight. Like That sounds incredible. And then reality hits me like, oh yeah, then I would have to edit, and I would have to post it, all the other things. How are you finding, um, so like gaming is already, gaming time is already kind of tight. You throw podcasting in it. Let's talk about all the, all the stuff you got going on the podcast and, uh, content creation side. Oh man. So that's an interesting (laughs) question too, because you know, you look at what you want to put out and what you want to do and there's, I want to put out so much more than what I already am, but I don't have time to put a lot more than what I already am because you you always want to do more. It's the insatiable desire to just keep putting out stuff, but eventually you have to take stuff in, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's, Mm -hmm. you kind of empty yourself in a way. Uh, As far as the podcasting goes, so I started one non-gaming podcast originally, but was kind of, we talked games too. And it's called That's Entertaining. We're still Mm -hmm. going. We're almost to our 100th episode. It'll be in a few weeks here. It's incredible. Yeah, it's been a long ride, and it's fun because with That's Entertaining, it's more movies and TV shows and stuff like that. So in a way, it helps me to at least watch something different each week so I can discuss it and talk about it. Usually it's movies, sometimes it's TV. Uh, A couple times I did game stuff, but it it just kind of helps that – it helps motivate me to want to watch something in my collection. You know what I mean? To sort yeah, of talk about it and really go through because I have a pretty big like Blu-ray collection. I have a, I have a, I have a problem with buying Blu-rays. So I have a <laughs> even still now, like, are you finding it still oh, a bit yeah. of an issue? I mean, nice. I mean, anymore, I don't buy as much as I used to because right. <laughs> in my peak of buying stuff, I was, I used to work at Best Buy when I was younger. You and me both. Yeah, and you know how that that is. You go out there mm-hmm. and say, like, "Oh, this movie came out. I want to watch this. Grab this." It's, and you have your discount. You just kind of take it, and you don't even. After that, for about a year, <laughs> two years, three years, I think I worked there for three years. Yeah, for three years of that, you just have so many stacks, literally, mm-hmm. of of movies to watch, and it's just, you know, I was trying to motivate myself to kind of watch some of the movies that I have because I love movies. I love being able to talk about them with people too, and so that's how that started. Nice. But, with that, you know, it kind of branched out into, I did one, or I, I do an, an irregular, regular series, or a regular, irregular series, uh-huh. whatever you want to call it. Whenever I get a chance to, it's kind of like what you do here, Yeah. and I, I get out with people that are just, you know, content creators, whether it be comic book artists, writers, hmm. uh, whoever, 
and I do an entertaining chat with them. It's like a one-off one that I'll put on every now and then, just talking and just kind of seeing how what drives them, what motivates them, and just things like that. I haven't done one of those in a while. Uh, but what I have done is I spend out another one that's a monthly one now that talks about comics because I love comics too, but I don't get to read them as much as I want to or know as much as I'd like to. And mm-hmm. I know a really great guy out in L.A. and another guy in Texas that really love comics. And so it's it's great to get their energy for the comics off of them to kind of motivate me to read them. That helps that out. And then, you know, I've also joined recently to the PSVG, the Play Some Video Games guys. Yeah, that's a that's a huge crew over there. Yeah, it's it's, it's a good group of guys, good crew. And, you know, with, with them, I'm writing articles when nice. I can. Yeah. And writing reviews and obviously doing recordings on podcasts. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's that is is a great avenue for me because I'm able to actually discuss games, right? Mm-hmm. And at work, I talk a lot of games a lot of time because people are either my age or younger and they're into gaming and things like that. That's sweet. And so, yeah, so I can talk to them about it, but it's also great just to have people that, you know, are online that share the similar interests to you that are building this content and this creating this content with you and be able to just discuss that. So the roundabout way to answer this question of how do I find time <laughs> to do it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But that's just it. And that, I feel like I don't, I don't ask it as like a, like, how the heck are you mad? Like, it's mostly like a, a nice little like thought exercise. And you kind of like, we all sort of come around to the, to the fact that it's important to us. So we make time for it. It's not necessarily about, well, I'm going to not do X, Y, or Z. It's just the fact that this is something that I, that I absolutely love doing and it becomes a priority. Like ultimately that's just, that's the, that's kind of the boring answer, but um, well, yeah, it's, it's like, well, I don't shower. Like that would be a weird answer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I skip meals, or like that's that's not healthy. But ultimately, it's uh, yeah, it's it's just something that it's it's something that's inside of you. I feel like, and as soon as you get a little taste of it, you're like, maybe I'm just gonna keep this moving. So I, mm-hmm. I, Chelsea and I obviously have uh, changes coming our way with the baby in April. I have no idea what that is going to do for us. I, I, I'm, I'm on a holding pattern. We're just going to, we're going to ride this out. I have no plans to stop doing this, but it's kind of like you have to, you have to think about that sort of stuff every once in a while. I'm going to go back to, uh, I had two branches uh, a second ago. I'm going to go back to it. How you're talking about how you were uh, gaming on your Xbox and then you're also playing on PC as well. You've got kind of like this play anywhere initiative now coming to life in front of us you're experiencing Mm -hmm. it firsthand i'm curious as to like there's been a lot of kind of vitriol there's a lot of anger on one side of the the console war fence of that now xbox no longer has exclusives which i think is silly but i'm curious as to like what your reaction has been so far to this this play anywhere initiative that xbox is leading up so, as you said, this is the first game that I've actually used the Play Anywhere with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gears came out today, obviously, and ReCore had it as well. But I, um, I'm not a PC gamer. I literally could... I hate sitting at my desk to play games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm at my computer, I feel like I should be working. I feel like I should be you know, doing something else. And that's why I usually play on the console, that I can sit on my easy chair or my couch... Mm-hmm. And just relax and just chill and play games. Um, with the Play Anywhere, I think it's a great initiative. I think it's awesome. It, it unifies gamers. It doesn't divide them at all. Yeah, man. Uh, people who say that there's no reason to own an Xbox anymore, I mean, 
There still is. It just depends on how you want to play your games. Do you want to play your games on a computer? Then play them on a computer. Hey, you'll probably get better visuals doing it that way. But, you know, the Xbox isn't designed to be the a, a, a powerhouse PC. You can mm-hmm. put in, you know, my graphics card was probably, what, 300 bucks. Yeah. You can put in a graphics card that costs the amount of an Xbox, but you still have to have, you know, Windows to run on it. You still have to have... You know, your own monitor on this side. You have to have a gaming mm-hmm. setup for mouse and keyboard. You have to have power supplies to consider and hard drives and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's so different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting to me too because it seems like a lot of, for a lot of people who say, uh, well, I have both. And it's like, well, now, now it seems like this is even better than remote play where you're kind of limited by the connectivity of your internet or your, your, your network at home. Now you can just like, have an even better experience at another like physical location within your home. It just seems like this is a no brainer to me. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged by that. I was, I I wanted to ask you about that while while you brought it up. Um, Another thing I wanted to ask you about was uh, I was doing a little snooping and Uh, what's, well, no, it's nothing really that those pictures were doctored, sir. (laughs) I did not inhale. um, I did not have (laughs) sexual relations with that woman. Depends on what your definition of it is. (laughs) Is. <laughs> that's so perfect uh this is sounding way more gossipy than than it really is what's the plan for extra life <laughs> <laughs> let's talk ah, switch over to to charity for kids yes so extra life this is my third year doing it nice um and for those uninitiated to what it is it is a <clears throat> you sign up for a 24-hour charity marathon stream of gaming it doesn't have to be video gaming per se it could be board games whatever um and usually it's pretty simple to do if you have like an Xbox One or a PS4 where you have the camera and everything and just stream straight to Twitch. Mm-hmm. And that's how I did it the previous two years. This year is going to be a little different. I'm going out on a limb this year oh. and going to a buddy's house. He wants to host it. So I said, okay. And we're going to be doing some some gaming at his house this year. And I still have to work out the finer details of camera positioning and things like that. But we're also going to have other people come over later on in the day. And we're going to do some board games and some tabletop stuff, too. So kind of going to be a little bit different this year, a little bit bigger. Um, I've always kind of wanted to get a bigger group doing it. So this is kind of a baby step in that direction. Sweet. Uh, Sounds like a huge step, man. That sounds incredible. (laughs) I mean, it's great because... Biggest baby step ever. (laughs) (laughs) It's more like a toddler step, maybe. Yeah, he's like a giant baby. (laughs) Because it is three. I am three doing this. So there you go, toddler. It's a talking Um, baby. Talking. <laughs> Dancing baby, Alec McBeal. There you go. Uh, it's super old school. Wow, terrible. <laughs> uh, so it's it'll be fun to do this year, and I'm super excited because I don't think I'm going to be able to surpass my goal last year uh, or my final from last year, which is like mm. I got in twenty three hundred dollars, I think, for my children's hospital last wow. year. Wow. Um, this oh, year man, I'm awesome. on. I'm on track, I think, to hit my goal. I'm at sixty eight percent right now in my thousand dollar goal because mm-hmm. uh, I. My my focus is to get the donations and everything before the stream because you don't want to have to worry about getting your donations during the stream. If you do, That's it's good awesome. advice. Yeah, but I try to do it beforehand. Nice. And my the the biggest thing that I'm doing this year that's that's departure from previous years is previously it was always just me doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. It was just me in my chair in front of my Xbox and the Connect broadcasting out from there. And this year I'm 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 broadening out and I'm Ooh. taking the step and it's just 
it's going to be weird, and I, I, I'm worried that it's not going to work right, you know? <laughs> you got all these different components, like, oh, which, which computer's going to do this or that, or uh, how am I going to broadcast this or that out? Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping it all goes well. I know it can go well, but I'm a worrier when it comes to that kind of stuff. I want technology to really do its job and do its job well because I work with technology. Mm-hmm. So I know it can make it happen. I just I, I don't want to disappoint. You know what I mean? Totally. Where can people find for find your extra life page? Where can they find like watch you playing and all of that good stuff? So you can find my extra life donation page. Find out more about the event and everything. Go to extra dash life dot org. That's extra dash life dot org slash participant slash n t. I know it's kind of a long one to say, but it's not too bad. It's, it's not extra, too bad. Extra, ExtraLife.org, and then participant, and then Nathan or NT for Nathan Thomas. That's really perfect. It seems like you're just same with um, the Entertain pos, uh, podcast. Like you're just jumping all over this search engine optimization stuff right from the very beginning. SEO NT, baby, it's perfect. I absolutely love it. Um, I'm always asking everybody this question as well. I'm curious, like what for the we're now into well into October here. What what are you looking forward to uh, for the remainder of 2016? Is there anything that's kind of like you got your eye on, or, or are you good for now, For now that uh, we've got the games that you've got? So once Black Friday rolls around, the floodgates nice. are going to open, right? Oh, nice. So earlier last year, I think in December, I wrote a piece for com, and I, I swore off buying video games until Black Friday. Yep. And on what Black motivated Friday, that? Just savings? Just the fact that I... Savings, yes, that, had, that was a factor. But mm-hmm. also the fact that I had so much to play that I just haven't been giving time to. Right. So, you know, I, I look at my Xbox 360... Or my Xbox, excuse me, my Xbox One game list of installed games on my hard drive currently. Mm-hmm. And there's over 200. Isn't there's that no, insane? Yeah, I, I, I need to give time to some of these games, at least to find out if I want to play them further or not. At this mm-hmm. point, I've given up hope on ever trying to complete them all. But I, it, So it was a motivating factor to just give more time to some of these games because they are awesome games. There are so many games that are so good. And I know you didn't care for The Witcher, but I loved that game. And I spent over 100 hours playing that game. And... I feel like, bad about. Trust me, I feel bad about not liking The Witcher. I, I played for about ten or twelve hours. I didn't like. I just. I don't know. I really struggled with a lot of the controls, a lot of the the interface with it, and and I know like here's the the the, th- the other thing about it is that I really love Dragon Age, but I know that that doesn't have. I, I that game has the same issues as well. I had a major problem with. Uh, they they introduced jumping in that game, which is hilarious. It took them that long to do it, um, yeah. but like the the verticality in that game is pretty awful, actually. But for some reason, I was able to look past it, and I feel like it may have just been the timing of that game. I may have to go back to The Witcher at some point, but from here until the end of the year is maybe the wrong time for it. I oh, feel yeah, like sure. it, there's definitely like a seasonal nature of of gaming, and I may have just missed that window. Again, I, I think I had, like, I spent basically the entire summer going, like, I don't know what to play, which is really silly. Uh, but now now you're right. Like, the, the the wheels are off, and we're just, the wheels are off? That doesn't even make any sense. You wouldn't go anywhere. <laughs> anyway, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, uh-huh. you're off the rails, which also, yeah, like, then you just, like, plummet into the, the sandy little... The windows are down. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. 
whatever the brakes are the e-brake is no longer this is dumb uh so yeah i want to I, I do i do feel bad about not liking the witcher but i i may have just been i may have been rushing my experience with it trying to love it too quickly and trying to i, I like i got it around christmas time so i was playing uh tomb raider around the same time metal gear solid i was trying for the first time around then bloodborne but bloodborne was the one that stuck and that was the weird part and that i felt like that was a sign that um bloodborne to me was the better game than than witcher but that was just me I, I i will never claim that there's any objectivity to any of this i know there are some content creators out there who will definitely put forward that there's it was a huge portion of reviews that should be objective and i'm like i don't know where that comes from but all power to you but that's just me i totally interrupted i'm not sure where you're going with <laughs> i don't remember no yeah. well about. what are you looking forward to what do you um, oh, so oh, black yeah, friday should... strategy so, um, which I love, short... by the way, we're definitely connecting on this. I love <laughs> Black Friday. Like I am Canadian, but I celebrate it. Thanksgiving is, is, uh, in Canada as of recording, it's this weekend, but I don't really like, we're going to have Turkey and that's great, but I celebrate American Thanksgiving. Like I watch football. I eat Turkey again. I sell, I go shopping. I do Black Friday. Like it's the start of, of Christmas for me. And I love it. You guys did it right. Caught... <laughs> <laughs> so who's your football team? I actually, so I've been to New York quite a few times, so uh, my team are the Giants. Oh, okay. That's Although I've only ever seen, I've only ever seen the Jets play. I've seen the Jets play twice. Because <laughs> so they're the ones who are in town. Jets fan. Well, I have a lot of Jets stuff just because I had to like buy the buy the uh, the shirts and the hats and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I've got I've got my my Manning jersey and my uh, Pierre Paul and all this other stuff downstairs. It's my, my robe is a red giants robe. It's good times. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so <laughs> just strategy. tell you about my robe. Yeah. Black Friday strategy. <laughs> this yeah, is what the... you get. I don't know what you're expecting. <laughs> um, my, on my short list so far for games that I really want to get that I'll, I'll probably be able to snag for dirt cheap mm-hmm. is, uh, what was that? Far Cry primal. Yes. I'm playing through that now. It's so good. Um, and oh, what else? There was another game that came out around the time of Far Cry that everybody was, uh, Just Cause, I think. Oh yeah. That was, um, just a little bit earlier. It was the tail end of 2015. Okay. Just Cause yeah. 3. Yep. That was, I think just after I had. You're today. right. That is going to be dirt cheap. Um, I, even Assassin's Creed, which actually I already have the uh, syndicate one. I got that Black Friday last year. Nice. There was a sale at Best Buy today. You can get it for like 12 bucks right now, which is That's crazy. Perfect. Um, but those are games that I want to get, and as well, I want to get the, I think I want to get Battlefield 1, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I want to get Call of Duty with the Infinite Warfare stuff, because I like the space combat. I feel, it, I look I look at that game and I see Halo, you know? Mm-hmm. It looks like Halo Origins in a way. Nice. So I'll play that. And Titanfall 2, I really want to play that. Um, there's a lot of good games coming out that... Yeah, man. There's... There's some indie games that I know that are on the horizon that I just can't remember as well. Gears is obviously on the list. I want to mm-hmm. check that out. But before I do that, I need to play the other ones because I've only ever beaten the first one. Oh, man, that would be amazing just to do like that could be part of the Extra Life stream. I don't know if that's part of your plan. Just kind of like cross off some of these games that, that you never got to. Yeah, that's that's part of what I might be doing because I'm when I do my co-op stuff, I'm looking for some co-op stuff that will be fun to to watch too. So I might be doing that if the other person is willing. Nice. And we'll have to see if he's up to it. Awesome, man. But yeah, there's well, a lot of games that I'm looking forward to. I know. It's it's crazy. Like, I thought I thought it was good for the rest of the year. And then, yeah, you just rattle off those games. And I'm like, I want to play every single one of those. And that's 
maybe half of the games that are coming out. It's hilarious. Where are you at with like Final Fantasy fifteen? Oh, it's on the list too. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that one because it's one of those games where I don't think it'll ever actually come out because that's a game that I actually bought my PS3 for. Honestly, no way. <laughs> yeah, um, back when it was known as Final Fantasy Thirteen Versus. Mm-hmm. I remember watching the trailer for it and being blown away and being like, oh, man, this is awesome. I'd have my buddy come over. We'd watch it on the old dial-up internet, the trailer. And we'd download it and watch it so many times. And uh, it looked so good. And, yeah, there's still some stuff that's carrying over from it, it looks like. It looks like a completely different game, obviously, now. Yeah, man. But I'm I'm looking forward to checking it out. I want to play it. I'm a Final Fantasy guy from, you know, seven days on. I've been kind of mm-hmm. looking for that next great one. But uh, I'm hoping this is it. Nice. Nice. Well, oh my god, we could I feel like we could go on for hours and hours, but it is like super late for you. Uh so I appreciate you taking the time tonight, man. This is so good that we could finally catch up. We should do this again sometime very soon. Yeah, sounds good, man. the show is coming to an end i talked way too much at the start so we're going to keep this side a little shorter for everybody thank you so much to nathan for taking the time that it took us a little while mostly because of me um to schedule this not mostly all because of me i don't know why i said that that it, i i apologize so thank you so much to nathan for that i'm, I'm gonna have to have again all everybody on the show i'm like we gotta have you back we'll figure it out We'll, we'll do something. We'll do a little something. Maybe one day this whole thing will move on to Patreon. We could do like two episodes a week. We'll have like one new person and then a repeat old guest. At a certain point, that'll actually be possible. You know, just I'll wait till the baby comes and then <laughs> I'll have way more time to podcast. Not. Um, but I want to make sure you guys know all the different places you can find Nathan. He's all over the internet, of course. Uh, you can find on Twitter at VoiceByNathan. Also, at EntertainingPod.com. Uh, on Instagram. Nope. Just kidding. Website, that's entertaining.net. Uh, find him on PlayStation, Spider Jedi. Also on Xbox Live, Spider Jedi. That would be great. That's all. I don't know why my voice is doing this. It's a whole thing. Lastly, some housekeeping. Some housekeeping items that I do at the end. Usually housekeeping's at the beginning. This is dumb. Um, if you guys want to be part of the show, if you want to leave feedback, all that other good stuff, you can email wethegamercast at wethenerdy.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri. Follow the show at wethegamercast. We're going to do some giveaways there. You can follow the website, wethenerdy, at wethenerdy. Did I say that already? I don't even know anymore what's happening. Some cool things happening on the website, by the way. If you're a Marvel fan, we're getting like every Marvel comic in advance to review, so... We the Nerdies, like, really, like, we do video game stuff, but really the, the big thing is comics. So if you're at all into comic books, head on over to, to We the Nerdy. There are literally, like, four, five, six, ten art- articles. I don't know why I jumped that way. Uh, going up on We the Nerdy all the time. So really, really cool stuff uh, happening over there. We have a review, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider 20-year anniversary review by my boy Josh Brandt. We have the Comics Dash podcast from Chad Waller and the guys over there. Such a cool... I don't even like comics. Not that I don't like them, but I just... I haven't really found a way to carve time out of my uh, schedule. <sighs> if you say schedule, that's weird. My dad says schedule, and I just, you know, it really grinds my gears. Anyway, I mentioned at the top Chris Berto. He's doing some Twitch streaming over there. It's a collaboration with We the Nerdy and his channel, twitch.tv slash btgamingvids. 
And that is awesome. What else? You can find me doing other shows, Nerdflix and Chill. It's We The Nerdies Movie Podcast. I do it with my boy Gary Taru. It publishes on Fridays on Google Play, iTunes, and YouTube.com slash We The Nerdy. Gary's really the, the know-it-all there. I just kind of show up and I record. So that's awesome. Lastly, you can also find me on If We Ran Nintendo with Bobby. The Nintendo Guru is on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, a whole bunch of other stuff, youtube.com slash nintendoguru, or you can just click on the link at wethenerdy.com. That that shows up there too. So I will uh, be doing that last. I think I said lastly on the last three. A couple more things. Um, no, that's enough. Otherwise... Super smooth transition, Sean. This is episode 53 of We The Gamer Cast. It is now in your ears. Thank you again for listening. I will be back next week. I hope you're there too. Now it's time for Jason. <gasps> Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!